This B-Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. Loved and trusted by more than 1 million teachers, IXL enhances your teaching and takes work off your plate so you can make an even bigger impact on your students. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights. Strengthen daily instruction, close knowledge gaps quickly, and set every student up for success. Want to bring IXL to your school? Learn more at IXL.com B-E. That's IXL.com B-E. Hi, I'm David, a school founder and CEO, a mindfulness teacher, and leadership coach. This is a podcast for paradigm shifters just like you, ready to reignite the flames of passion that drew you into education in the first place. You're ready to live and flow, lead with love, and be the fullest version of the change maker you always dreamed of. Then join me as I break down the mindfulness, leadership, and life teachings that have completely changed my life, while also speaking with guests whose wisdom have inspired new ideas and transformation across the globe. Join me on the journey of becoming a mindful education warrior. Hey, everyone. I want to talk about self-awareness today. And I want to talk to you about what I really mean by self-awareness. Before we do that, of course, let's just take a moment to drop in, get into this moment, and try and get ourselves as calm as possible. So close your eyes if you can. And I want you to picture like the place you love the most. Whether it's like your favorite vacation spot or your reading nook or your classroom or a corner in your office place you like to walk. Just picture that. Just picture that space and put yourself there. Just imagine that you're there. This is your happy place. You're just in this happy place and you're not stressed. You're not worried. Don't feel unsafe. You feel really calm and safe in this place. I'm on the beach right now and the sun is just like warming me up. So whatever you're imagining, just be in that space. And the mind starts saying things like, oh, this is ridiculous or you don't deserve to be in that space or whatever the feeling is. You just kind of say, see you. I love you. And we're going to play for a little bit. Just let yourself just breathe very naturally. Really connect with the feeling that you have while you're in this space.
kind of just take a few more and kind of wiggle your shoulders, wiggle your, if you're sitting, you know, wiggle your lower back, maybe wiggle your toes a little bit, move your legs around, shake out your arms. And let's come back together. So it's so important to do that. Again, I think that was two minutes this time. It's so important to focus on calming your mind, body, spirit. And when you're knowing yourself from that space, from this space of calm, expansive, limitless, boundless, endless, undiluted love. When you're, when you're connecting with that space, and I'm not saying all of you did that in two minutes, but when you can connect with that part of you and you can do it in two minutes or two seconds, you know, a lot of us connect to it on vacation. Have you ever taken a vacation and then you went to the beach, you went to the mountains or whatever your vacation was like where it's actually relaxed. I know sometimes they're not, but like it actually, you took a relaxing vacation and you got back from the vacation and you just had so much clarity. Like you could just, you're like, Oh, okay. This is what, this is what needs to happen. Or like, this is what I'm doing next in my life. Or this is the person I need to like stop talking to or whatever it is. Right. And that feeling of clarity and knowing and just having just knowing, right. Like, like what you need to do or what's coming next. That is the feeling you can have all the time when you practice mindfulness and meditation. It's, it's that simple. And it doesn't have to be sitting meditation. Like I've said before, find what works for you. It could be walking. It could be walking your dog. It could be painting, writing, drawing. Wherever you can just create the stillness within that allows you to have more clarity and connection to yourself. And I want to talk about self-awareness because I've been doing emotional intelligence trainings for different companies and it's been super fun. And, you know, like I said, in one of the other episodes, like what lights you up, it, it totally lights me up because I get to be in a teaching space and I get to really share how emotional intelligence is what really drives excellent leadership and, you know, I shared this story about how when I was at Stanford in grad school and one of our classes, I can't remember which class it was, but one of our classes, I think it was adolescent development for whatever reason, this class, but they actually shared, we had to read Daniel Goleman's like whole big emotional intelligence book. And I'm, I don't know if you've ever had this feeling, but we know when you read something and it just speaks to you, it speaks to your heart. And I was like, Oh, it's like, I'm not great at math, but I'm really good at emotional intelligence. You know, like wow, that's my gift. Like, this is what I do. And, and then that was, you know, 25 years ago or whatever. And then I remember one of my friends asked me when I was just kind of starting out as a principal, like, what should I do if I want to kind of climb the ladder and become a manager or a leader in my company? 
I was like, oh God, I don't know. Why are they asking me? Right. And then I said, you know what? I would read this book called Emotional Intelligence 2.0 because intuitively, I just, my gut instinct was that I actually, that I actually thought emotional intelligence was like the core to great leadership. And so I told them to read that book and they're like, what? (laughs) I don't think they actually read it, but I now realize that it's the four tenets of emotional intelligence are self-awareness, excuse me, self-awareness, social self-awareness, self-management, social awareness, and relationship management. So it's personal competence, which is self-awareness and self-management, and then social competence, which is social awareness and relationship management. So I want to talk today about self-awareness. And when I was speaking with the group, I realized that if we're talking about self-awareness as the limited, egoic, protective personality part of you, if you're getting really good, so breaking down self-awareness, it's getting really good at knowing, know thyself, right? Knowing what about knowing yourself. And I know a lot of us, as we're getting older, we, we get really good at this. And so I'm encouraging you to get to know yourself really well. And I'm also encouraging you to get to know that part of yourself that is not in survival mode or protective mode or competition or us versus them, separation, creating other. Because we get to know that self really well. And then that's the world we that's the world we create on the outside, right? So get to know that part of you. Psychological self is important, all the things that make you tick. And I know a lot of us are good at that. And you know, get to know that part of you and get to know the part of you that really is beyond you. It's bigger than you. And that's the part that when you really start to get to know that part of you, and you become very self-aware, your life starts to change drastically. And then you lead with love. You live in flow and you create lasting impact because you are living from your heart and you're going from your heart to your head and you're able to, so then using the other parts of emotional intelligence, the way it's basically put together and the way it's taught is you are aware of your emotions. You're aware of your triggers. You're aware of, you know, who pushes your buttons. You're aware of when you're tired, you're aware of all that, which is super critical. And it's to me as a leadership coach, if you're self-aware, you have potential, like you're going to do great because you probably have a growth mindset. You're open to learning and you know how to work well with people. Right. And so if you're self-aware, then the way they teach it is you're self-aware and then you're start to manage yourself. So the self-management piece is the piece that's super critical that we've been talking about a lot with our guests that's the mindfulness meditation piece. That's self-care piece. That's knowing when you're tired, knowing when you're showing up with your kids as a parent, just moody and cranky and understanding what's going on within you. Like what is creating you, you're aware of what your state, and then you're able to manage it accordingly. And then if you move into the social competence arena, it's basically social awareness. So reading the room and creating 
and then building strong relationships based on your awareness of the, of the scene, of the room, of your team, of your colleagues, you know, whoever you may be working with. And so all that's super critical. And I might do another episode on that, like more in depth, but I wanted to really speak to self-awareness today and say that that's how you can live your life in flow is really getting clear. We'll just do self-awareness and self-management. If you can start to get to know yourself really well and be clear with what you're feeling and what you need, then you can begin to manage yourself and then show up to the world as the best version of you. And the best leaders inspire, right? So whether you're a teacher in the classroom or you're leading a group of people or you don't even have a formal leadership title, the best leaders inspire, right? They have a vision. They see something that maybe others can't see. And you have to inspire within yourself. You have to inspire yourself before you can inspire others. You have to get clarity within yourself before you can be clear with others. You have to communicate clearly to yourself before you can communicate clearly with others. You have to take care of yourself before you can take care of others, right? So really being aware, the first step is being aware of where you are energetically, emotionally, spiritually, emotionally, physically, and intellectually. Where are you? And so that's where self-awareness is so key because as you go through life, if you're not aware of where you are, you don't know what you're bringing into the spaces you're in. You don't know what you're projecting on others. You don't know just your energy alone. We've all been in the meeting with the really cranky person. And, and if you're an empath, which I know many people that are listening probably are, then you have to know how to protect your energy and protect yourself and set clear boundaries. So what I've seen with many of my clients is that I'm typically attracting a lot of empathic people and they are amazing. But what most of them struggle with is setting clear boundaries. So as an empath, you start to notice when you let somebody talk over you or when you let somebody do something that you know you don't want them to do or when you give up on your, you know, what you know to be right because you're just a little bit worried about speaking up or you don't want to, you know, say something to offend the other person or whatever, because you're just, you're really nice and you, and that's your superpower, right? That niceness, that sensitivity, that empathetic, empathic version of you is like your superpower. Yet people will take advantage of that. Right. And so being so aware of when you start to feel off and trusting that is a really critical part of self-awareness and self-management and living your life in flow, because then you have power over your own life. You're not letting other people dictate your life. You're setting clear boundaries. You're choosing how you want to go through your day and you're empowered and you're autonomous, but it starts with self-awareness. And so when I teach my, I'm working with a, a group of teachers. And when I teach, we did a three month, but we just finished when I did a three month program with them. I said, the first thing I want you to do for the first two weeks 
all I want you to do is ask yourself, how do I feel? Because emotions, energy and motion, it's basically how you feel will tell you kind of what's going on, right? And we just ignore our emotions all the time and we don't feel and we don't realize that that's blocking our next manifestation. That's blocking our next step towards living the best life. So I always tell people, just start with, how do I feel? And then eventually I'll ask them, you know, what do I need? Now that's a whole nother process <laughs> because if you're an empath and you're a giver and you're an education warrior, like most of you are, then you're not as good at, like I said, setting the boundaries and receiving. You're really good at giving, really good at giving. So for me to ask you what, do, for me to ask you to do the simple process of asking, what do I need? It's incredibly hard for many of us because we've never thought that hard about what do we need. We can tell you in 5.2 seconds what everyone else needs, right? You know, every single one of your students, you know, every single one of your teachers you manage or your team that you oversee, you can tell, you're like, oh, I know what they need. Like, she's stressed about this. He's worried about that. He's doing great today. Like, he needs a little encouragement. He needs kicking the butt, you know? <laughs> like, you know exactly what the people, your kids, you know, your spouse, you know what they need. That's your superpower. But when I ask you just to stop and ask yourself, what do I need? You're like, um, uh, well, uh, <laughs> right. So I have to kind of ease people into it. And I start with just get clear on what you're feeling. Cause that's shifting your mindset. You've been conditioned to think that you don't deserve to really take care of yourself. Right. We've talked about that with every single guest I've had. It's a, it's the education martyr syndrome, teacher, martyr, educator, martyr syndrome. You don't believe that you get to take a break or take care of yourself. It's just how we're walking. It's just how we're wired and we have to unwire it and rewire it. That's not the default. And the simple step that I ask people to do is to become more self-aware and to listen to how they're feeling, to take a pause throughout their day. So sometimes I'll have people come back to me and say, I really tried to pay attention to how I was feeling as much as possible throughout the day. But I just got like, I couldn't do it. It just was really hard, you know? And then I asked them, I said, well, when you ask yourself how you were feeling, were you coming from your heart or were you coming from your mind? And most people said, and then, and then where they get blocked. What I, what I then find out is that they're, they're trying to think, about how they feel. Just think about that for a second. What I just said, they're trying to think how they feel, right? So you have to feel how you feel. And so what I recommend is that before asking yourself, how do I feel? You take a little deep breath. It doesn't have to be like, I'm going to go sit and meditate for 10 minutes. It's just, okay, how am I feeling? You just take a deep breath. Uh, my hand just automatically went to my heart. I just do that automatically. But how am I feeling? And you kind of connect in, drop into the body. This can be done in two seconds. Two seconds. You can do it as you're walking from one, you know, from lunch, from your classroom to lunch, or you can do it while you're walking with, with kids, or you can do it when, you know, whatever. Do it whenever. Stop, stop light. You just take a deep breath. 
close your eyes if it's, you know, if it's not weird in front of people and people are like, what are they doing? You know, that's fine too. But as you're starting out, you got to get comfortable. So just take a deep breath, ask yourself, how am I feel? Uh, what am I feeling? I'm saying how, just what am I feeling? And then just say like, and then just listen to what it is from your heart. And if you just do that, you'll become more self-aware. And then from there, you can build out. This is where I've just spent all this time on the methodology and like the steps and the processes that I can like see it clearly. So this is the first step is you have, and then I've worked with so many people now over the last several years that I could see that, you know, this is the first step is just becoming more self-aware. And then from there, everything starts, like I said, when you start to live in your heart, everything starts to kind of flow more and you see things more clearly and the world starts to change. So let's just focus on being self-aware for this week and get really open to what you're feeling and just try it. If it's once a day, that's great. If it's 50 times a day, that's great. Whatever feels comfortable for you, give it a try and definitely let me know if you're struggling or what's, you know, what's working and what's not working, but keep it as simple as possible. Keep it simple. Thank you so much for listening to the Mindful Education Warrior podcast. I want you to know that every guest and listener is a valued part of this co-creation. We're so honored that you listened and we hope that this helped you in some small or big way today. This is a community and a movement and without you, it wouldn't be possible. If you want to learn more about me, you can go to davidkrichards.com where you will find special offers for podcast listening. And as always, if you're moved by an episode, please rate and review the podcast wherever you listen. Finally, our greatest compliment is when you share an episode with someone who you believe will benefit from the message. I'm sending you so much love today and the courage to really be the mindful warrior within you. Thank you. Do you want to save time on prep work, increase student achievement for all of your students, reliably meet tier one standards? You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com B to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve these goals. That's IXL.com B-E.